Hello. Oh my gosh. Happy New Year. Oh yeah, Happy New Year. Forgot about that. That's that's been a thing for some time now. Yeah, I think we're past the uh, the point of the Happy New Year wishing. And yet, here we, we still are. Still do it. Here we are. Yep. Look, look at us. Here we are. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Look at us. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. E- eating the hot sauce is doing the podcast. That is one of that's one of my favorites that still makes me laugh in the right context. <laughs> Just like the uh, kombucha girl. Like, oh. Th- mm. Those they still make me laugh. I kombucha girl. It. I'm not familiar with kombucha girl. That's that girl reacting to what she's drinking, and she's like, "Oh, no, yeah." She was drinking kombucha. Oh, that's right. I forgot about the context. It's just so funny on its own. I don't even associate it with that, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, I I've most commonly seen it as you know girls reacting to guys that have bad habits, but you know have the good dick, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know how to clean uh, it up. I'm rusty. So rusty. No, 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 no. It's okay. Um, that is that is not the context that I've seen it in. But no. we run in different circles. Yes, so. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So, um, before we get started, do we want to continue the graphic novel challenge this year? I don't know. I, I was thinking about this. Hmm. And I, I, I don't know if I want to do the same challenge or if I want to do a different type of challenge. Uh, I don't know. But I'm open to ideas. I don't know. I was thinking, like, what other thing could be a weekly, like, a weekly challenge right, or right, right. something along those lines that's fun? I mean, so I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think a new challenge will be good. If you want to tease it this episode, that's fine. Um, even if it's just like adding a, a certain like stipulation to the graphic novel challenge that makes it easier on us or more interesting, that's fine too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like we have to read a certain type of book or we have a whole month to find this certain type of book or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just know that, like, the reading part of it was, like, <laughs> killing me because I have so much to read already. I'm already yeah. having to break into my reading for this new semester, and it doesn't start till next week. So, yay. Well, damn, that's just rude. Yeah, I've got, like, four books for that class alone. Man. Yeah. Russian okay. politics, man. Russian politics. Man, you're going to end up on a watch list. It's going to be great. I'm already on a watch list. There's no way I'm not on a watch list. I mean, at if this I'm point, not on a watch list, I've done something wrong with my life. I was going to say, at this point, all the cool people are already on watch lists. You right. Know, if you're doing your homework, if you're really reading between the lines, you're on a watch list because they're scared of knowledge. They're scared of people who are smart enough to ask questions. Yeah. Like, I had a buddy, who shall remain nameless, that was on a no-fly list. And it was just because he had a, a certain last name that... Uh, was related to a dictator and it, it's not like he had any like affection for this person you know but was he related to them not at all it feels no. like they could clear that up you That's would think that stupid. you would think that but he's still on the fucking no fly list like he has to check in at the airport every single time like hey i'm not that guy i don't know that guy i don't care about oh, that but he guy can fly 
Yeah, yeah. It just I don't know how the, like, like I, I would assume that's like you can't you can't fly at all. But he so right. he can fly. He just has to go through more hoops. Yeah, exactly. So it's just it's yeah. funny. It's it's not funny, but it's like fucked up. You get what I'm saying? Right. No, no, no. I understand. That's weird. Yeah. All right. I guess we should welcome everybody back to our rambling, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're back. Thank you. We back. Thank you for waiting. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for keeping the flame alive. We are Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. And you've only had one week without an episode. You That's guys are way okay. too long. I mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> so dramatic. You workaholic piece of. All right. Look, dude, you're the one that was like, I miss talking to Matt on the on the Instagram. I do, but See? like, people need to, you need to calm down, bud. I'm cool. It's not about the work ethic. It's I miss talking to you, and I miss talking, sure. Sure and again. you know, all that stuff, all that, all the people, and all that. Yeah, I miss part it. Part of me believes that. Part of me goes, No, Matt just <laughs> love working so much. Oh my god. <laughs> Nobody love, loves working the way love Matt loves Matt loves working. I was still working. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I know you were. I just wasn't working with you. But yes, I was still working. That is um, true. Yeah. I had a good conversation with uh one of my, my colleagues from my voiceover class and we got a lot of things. We shared a lot of notes and um I'm going to be uh doing my first uh demo reel very soon, <laughs> within the next month or so. Uh, thanks to an engineer friend of mine, uh, shout out to Nikki Hush. She's going to produce the uh, the uh, demo reel, and I can start shopping myself around, as they say. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Now when I say that, it sounds odd because you know it's usually. Related Don't you to something get like else. an agent though, or is it different for voiceover? Some people are independent. Some people okay. just shop themselves around on stuff like Fiverr, and there's like different like voiceover yeah. specific. Uh, gig websites that people right. utilize. Yeah, there's a, there's, um, different schools of thought about that. Now, in my class, um, my instructor said that, you know, it's critical that you get a, an agent, that you get representation as soon as you can. You want to get, uh, you know, on, uh, you want to become part of the, uh, the guild and everything like that as soon as you can. But, you know, things are a lot different now and he's not just starting out. And, you know, a lot of these things, they come about because of, like, uh, grassroots efforts. So, we'll see. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not like, you need to get an agent. I'm just saying, I was just curious about how that works. That's yeah. cool, though. Either yeah. way. Like. I think about that that uh, that uh girl, Ash, from Ash, What You've Been Playing. Do you remember that uh, yes. YouTube series? Yeah. Yeah. So, I-, I watched some of it. Yeah. yeah. So, she, like, just started there. You know, her and her brother mm-hmm. and Ashley Birch, that's her name. Mm-hmm. And she got voiceover work just based on people just watching that and enjoying the tone of her voice. So that's yeah. cool. <laughs> I think I've got enough like uh voice work out there at this point for anybody to just go, Hey, you should voice my character. Yeah, like, yes. I can easily see you getting a job like that. I don't understand how people listen to our podcast with my voice. Like oh, you, my you half of it. You've got a great I, voice too. Don't get my wrong. my voice annoys the shit out of me. I don't know how any of you guys deal with it. I commend <laughs> That's everybody. You all. That's everybody. Now imagine because you've you've heard of those like um, those deprivation rooms and that sort of thing where you know you go in and it's just so it horrifies me. I will never do that unless yeah. for some 
medical reason I had to. No. Well, let me tell no. you, it's very close to just being in a regular sound booth because here I'm in my in my home. You know, there's no like any you know no acoustic masking or anything like that out of the uh, out of the norm, and I just go and I edit it after the fact, and it doesn't feel like I'm alone. But when you're like in a booth, when we went to uh, CRC Studios for a couple of weeks during the the class, like it feels so much different. And that first read that I did, my nerves were just going nuts because you just hear yourself mm -hmm. and you're the only yeah. person. No. Yeah. No. It's, it's very weird. It's very weird. I, but... I do not fuck with that. Not a fan. <laughs> no. It, it, even just like normal house silence type of yeah. thing can mm -hmm. freak me out. So, no. I always have something going. Music, a podcast, a yeah. show. I don't, yeah. there's something in the background. I'm the same. I've got white noise all the time. I've always got the HVAC running and I know people right. say that's not a good thing, but I need that noise. I need something going on. And of course, like you said, music or podcast or TV or something. Yeah. So yeah, my brain is always like, Oh, what's it, that? What's it that was noise? worse when I was younger because the area that I grew up in was just louder than like the suburbs area that yeah. I moved down here to. Um, so like you'd hear sirens all the time and things like mm. that. So when I first moved down into my dad's house, like down here, it was a huge shock to me how quiet it was. Right. And right. I still, and then I go to my grandparents' house in Southern Indiana for Christmas and stuff. And it's like completely quiet, Oof. like dead quiet, <laughs> dark as could be. There's nothing else around. You're yeah. in the woods, you know, I think I've mentioned it before. Um, I had a similar experience because I, I basically spent many years living behind, uh, the CTA red line, the Sheridan mm -hmm. L stop, uh, yeah. in, in a, in a place, mind you. I don't want anybody to be like, Oh, no, I was, I no, was in okay. an apartment, <laughs> but it was so close to the L tracks that I could have conversations with my friends that were waiting for their train, basically. Right. Right. Like literally, I, I've done that. So yeah, I got used to that. I love the sound of the train. It's yeah. soothing to me. Like I, I, I couldn't sleep without it for a long time. Um, maybe that's why I wake up at 3 a.m. every day. I don't know. But yeah, like that's because you're haunted. You did something. <laughs> it's there's the something. Demons. There's some reason for that. Like haunting wise, you waking yeah. up at 3 a.m. every day. It must be. Yeah, that's a that's a whole different podcast. I you're guess. you're haunted by coffee. I'm guessing. <laughs> haunted by high caffeine. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Too yeah. much coffee, man. Um, yeah. So, what you been doing? What's up with you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm, I'm getting ready to go back back into school for a new semester, so that's fun. I'm prepping cool. for that. I got cool, some readings cool, cool. and stuff to do. Yeah. Get all of my my things in order for that. So that's what I've been doing lately. Uh, Neat. Obviously, we did all the holiday stuff. I did travel. I went to Indiana. Oh, for cool. for a Christmas, uh, which is what I usually do, like most of the time. There's been a couple of times where I haven't gone there. Uh, that's my mm -hmm. dad's family, so that was fun. Very cool, very cool. Um, I did holiday stuff as well. I know I expressed trepidation uh, about seeing my family after such a long absence, but it was good, and they were very welcoming. I had nothing to worry about. But uh, yeah, you were very panicky for the holidays. Not really panicky, just you know, it felt panicky. It was uh, reluctant. We'll say that. Okay. Yeah. I just um, 
you know, I, I had a, a <laughs> there's a very good reason for that. I had a, I had a, um, an encounter with my aunt at one point, uh, where she got really upset with me for mm-hmm. not being in touch for a very long time. And this is like early in my career, um, my professional career when I was just getting started at work and I really wasn't making time for anything, friends mm-hmm. or family or anything like that. And I've got such a large family. It's like, okay, well, I gotta figure out who I'm going to devote giving time to, you know, and, and not, uh, just, alienating myself you know so it had been a while and it got to a point where my grandmother um she went to the hospital she had a fall you know right and so she was getting her leg rehab and everything and i came to visit and my aunt was there and she was upset like she was like angry at me and i was not expecting that and that's yeah i know i know I know. It's, I, I don't like when people do stuff like that because it's I don't like, either. I, it, it goes both ways. First of all, did you did you call to check in to make sure I was okay, kind of thing? Like that, that's, you know. That's what I had to like. That's basically where I'm at now. You know, like okay, I get it. I I I can be a little distant sometimes. I can be, uh, you know, radio silent for long stretches of time. But you know what? I get in my head. I get down on myself. And I feel like sometimes maybe I'm not the priority for people. So I don't put myself in situations where I don't feel like, you know, I'm of any value. So therefore, if I'm not around, it's not because I don't like you. It's because I like you enough to know that you don't need me. That's where my I head goes. I think that that is... Right. This is, we're, this is becoming a whole separate thing. Of, <laughs> that is a huge red flag therapy moment. Well, we don't have to fix that right now. I know. I'm I'm giving you context. Well, first of all, I'm not, I'm not trying to fix it. That's one of my things with 2020. If we're talking about resolution type of thing, I'm not Mm. trying to fix other people's shit. I'm done with that. (laughs) But uh, I'm just saying like, that's, that's stuff you gotta, you gotta work on with someone who knows how to deal with that. But for sure. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like the, why haven't you called type of thing? I'm like, that does nothing but make people feel guilty for no reason. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in situations like that. So what I was getting at is I had to come to terms with the fact like it's not always my fault in those situations. You know, it's not always because, oh, you know, I didn't do something. So I pissed you off. It's about like, okay, we as two separate people did not stay in contact. That's no reason to feel guilty about it. So when I come back into the circle because there's an emergency or something important's going on. We're not going to deal with this bullshit right now. You're going to talk to me later or I'm going to talk to you later or we're going to figure this shit out and we're going to put it aside and squash it. But we're not about to take time away from the person that really needs attention. So that's that's good. That's a healthy way to deal with it. See, I told you to come back around. That's fine. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, like that... I stand by what I said. <laughs> I, I think that's, that is a healthy approach. We went to the pit and we came right back out. So basically... When I'm around the family, you know, I, I think back to those times and I think about like, man, that kind of sucked. I don't ever want to feel like that again, you know? So my natural reaction is to just be like, well, I'm not going over there. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Not, I was not looking I'm not forward going to where the, either. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was not looking forward to Christmas either. Uh-huh. I was dreading all of these holidays. Um, yeah. Which I couldn't really, I could not talk about 
until like it was all done. Yeah, you had um, something but, a little more immediate <laughs> that you were going yeah. through. So versus like, my, all of my yeah. all of my friends um, knew that I was a lesbian, like everyone, and, and have known for years, kind of thing. Um, so that's been like for a long period of time, like that. Yeah, like well, you and I—you've known the entire time that we've been friends, correct? Yeah. Right, so like five years, something like that. Yeah, is how long I uh, was open with my friends for the most part, uh, and but not with my family at all, <laughs> because I have we've talked about I have the pastor, like I have a a pastor in my family who's like my brother who I'm incredibly close to. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the family, my family members are very religious. Yeah. Um, and comments have been made in the past that, uh, not by my brother, but by other family members more extended out. Um, so I was like, okay, like I, at some point in like May or June, some, somewhere along that lines, I told my father, very like out of the blue and I had been like a year at least like trying to do it. Uh, my anxiety had been terrible and I had, it was just like a really, so anyway, it just happened. Yeah. I told him and then he helped me kind of be like, all right, I gotta, I gotta push you out of the nest type of thing. And you know, I'm not going to tell anyone, but I'm going to push you to tell people as soon as you can manage kind of thing so that you don't have to live like this because he, he has told me like, he's like, I see a difference in you. You're a different person now. Okay. Like your, your anxiety is way better. Like you are just a completely different person now. I didn't even realize that until he had told me. So then at Thanksgiving, uh, my brother and his family came down here. So they went to Disney for a couple of di- I'm not crying by the way. <laughs> That's my nose. I'm just like, my nose is stuffy. So if I sound weird breathing wise, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to emphasize. I'm not like, there's no like tragedy here. <laughs> everything's <laughs> fine. Everything's good guys. So my brother, um, came down here with his family. They went to Disney and then they came here for Thanksgiving. So I waited until the night, uh, Thanksgiving night. They left the Friday morning. I waited till the very end to tell them. And it was way more emotional than I was expecting. With my dad, it was like, oh, we laughed a lot, stuff like that. And I kind of did that with my brother, too. But, like, it, there was, like, tears and, um, like, w- instant radical acceptance. And, like, he, you know, my brother has texted me, like, I want to text you every day, but I don't want to freak you out. But I'm so proud of you and I love you and, you know, stuff like that. Um so it was very wholesome. And <laughs> then, so I, I only, I decided I was only going to tell like in person, my dad, my brother and his wife, uh, and then my grandparents. That Those were the only ones that I was like, okay, I need to sit down and have that conversation kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I decided Christmas, I'm going to go in the opposite direction because I don't want to sit with that anxiety the whole time. I'm going to tell them the night that I get in. So I did. I told them the night that I got in and they were accepting and cool. 
And then some comments were made after that that uh, it led me to believe it's not going to be as easy of a transition as I hoped. But it was okay. Like, it's not a huge problem. Like, it'll be okay. It's just people accepting change or, or things that they didn't necessarily maybe want to, to be the case kind of thing. Um, it's okay. Like, <laughs> I had... <laughs> Um, my cousins were freaking awesome. Um, everyone out, like, like other than those little things, like everyone was super cool and supportive. Um, like, so I got to meet, um, our friends, Connor and Rachel, my cousin, Rachel and her husband, Connor, who we've talked about, they listen to the show and, uh, Connor has kicking it with con. And then Rachel, I've never talked about it on the show, but, um, Rachel has, she's like a Facebook page and it's Rachel's cups and designs. So she makes these like custom tumblers, like, you know, like Yeti type tumblers. Yeah. Like she does like acrylic. I, I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. They're super <laughs> cool. They're super cool. I was so waiting to up. see how far. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like, they're really cool. I, I okay. can't explain it. Okay. You just have to go look it up on, it's so on Facebook. Kicking but, it so with Khan. That's, that's so the they, Kicking it with Khan and then hers is Rachel's Cups and Designs. Okay. Um, and so they were like, they had a little baby. They had this sweet little baby Teddy. And I got to, so I got to play with the baby and stuff, but they were just like super supportive and kind. And all of my other cousins, like everyone was really cool. It was, it was nice. Yeah. It's nice to not have to, um, hide that from family members. And I did have like my great aunt, she pulled me aside and she was like, I love you. And like, I've always known, but which is the, the yeah. thing that everyone loves to say. They love to say that to me. And oh. I, I know lots of jokes about it because I'm like, okay, clearly this is the joke of my life, which is everyone always knew. But yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. I even had, I'm reluctant to talk about this because I don't discuss this situation on the podcast and I and I probably won't again in the future but it was a good thing hmm. so I will give credit where credit's due in that type of situation um, so my brother reached out to my mother and told her oh wow um, because he didn't want her to hear from someone else and that was and I was fine with that like um, I have not spoken to my mother in years for reasons that are personal and do not, you know, no yeah. one needs to, no one, no one, it, it's like families. You don't need to know about it. Nobody like just whatever. Um, and she extended love and support and kindness and said that she was happy for me and she just wants me to be happy in life. And I was, I was very shocked yeah. and it took me a while to process it. And it was very kind like knowing what I know about her, what you've told me and everything like that is that's the best reaction you can hope for. It's shocking. Honestly. It's, yeah. it's shocking. I, I texted my, my cousin as well. And she's like, holy shit. Like, you know, it's, it was very surprising yeah. um, of a reaction, but even that was like, you know, really cool. I reached out to my mentor from high school mm -hmm. uh, because like, I'm still friends with, you know, my, my adoptive mom, Andrea is like, you know, their ex husband and wife. So like, I didn't, I didn't want him to find out third party kind of thing. And yeah. he was like 
you've always been my favorite kid kind of thing. And it, it, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. so it just, it was a very, it was a very freeing and emotional, um, holiday for me. Uh, I f- like, I feel lighter, like not everything's perfect. Not everything's fixed. Of course, like there's still, you know, life is still life, but I just feel like I was carrying so much and I didn't know it. I just like had the weight there and I had learned to like walk with a hunch for so long. And now I'm just like, well, shit, I'm fine. This, this is fine. Like nobody completely rejected me. Nobody like, and that I'm lucky. That's not the case with a lot of people and a lot of families. People lose their entire families. Um, there's a lot of situation. It's a really scary thing and it can, it can go south. So, you know, the advi- the best advice I ever saw was, you know, come out when you're safe. Like, don't, like, yeah, you want to come out of the closet and everyone's always like, come out, come out, come out. But, like, if you're not safe, if you think you'd be in danger, then you do need to be careful about when, where, whatever, like, that type of situation. It's an unfortunate truth, yeah. It's Yeah, yeah. So if you're, you know, if you're a 16-year-old kid... Like, you're going to college in two years and you think your parents might kick you out or something. Like, you might have to wait. I don't know. Like, I, you know, it's all the circumstances. Like, and by the way, if we ever have any listeners who are worried about this, DM us. Like, yeah, I will absolutely. talk to you. Email us. Direct message us on any of our platforms. I Like, I will talk to you one-on-one. Um, you know, Matt will also see it. And, like, if you want him to chime in, he can. <laughs> but, like... Yeah. You know, we will keep your we will not talk about anything on the show like you yeah. you can do that safely not worry you have about your it. choice you can talk to both of us you can talk to one of us whatever yeah. you want to do i'm you know obviously i'm an ally i'm not you know oh yeah yeah, yeah. i have all the all the answers or you know first-hand experience but if you just need encouragement i'm definitely there for that yeah and, and we will keep that completely between between us gals <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah, so it, was, it was a like it was a very like emotional, good, like oh, oh like ninety nine percent good. Yeah. And the one percent can get better as it goes, you know. Right, right. I just want to tell you too, like I I really appreciate. Um, yeah, it's it's about to get a little mushy, so just bear yeah. with me here. We're back, bitches. Twenty twenty. What is twenty twenty? <laughs> We're gonna fucking make your eyes piss tears in twenty twenty. It was like 2019 was fuck it. And we said yeah. something. Our, our, one of our ideas was 2020 fuck you. No, uh, <laughs> but we're not going to do that. Um, 2020, you better be crying right now. <laughs> you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the fact that you trusted me enough to talk through a lot of this stuff with me and that you shared it with me and you were open with me and just, you know, that's, that's a, it's a lot that you were going through and I don't discount that at all. And just knowing that getting it off your chest made you feel better. I'm so proud of you. I am. Thank you. It, it takes strength. It takes, I can't even imagine. I think you've done a lot in your life to like, you can tell people can tell, that like you have done a lot in your life to be that person for other people. 
That's well, why I mean, I'm just... always like, that's why I'm always like, Matt, you need to take care of yourself, Matt. You can't take on this much because I see that person in you like all the time. Like it's the curse of being such a good person. Well, that's sweet, but this is your thing. This is <laughs> your moment. And I'm not going to let you deflect. It's true. It is my moment. <laughs> Guys, 2020, it's all about Lex. <laughs> I'm a little bit. 2020 right. is excellent. Anyway. I'm a little bit Alexis. <laughs> it's back, by the way. Shit's Creek was back last. I night. haven't watched it yet. Don't tell me about it. Okay, I'm not so gonna. Funny. I'm not gonna dig into that. But what I will dig into is this delicious new friend that we made, which <laughs> is Cinnabon. Oh my God! What a transition. <laughs> 2020 this is the year of bad transitions. So Cinnabon, how sweet is that? We made a friend, ladies and gentlemen. Um, at Cinnabon, the, uh, the what Cinnabon. That, what an episode for Cinnabon to tune into. Right, right. I'm like emotionally talking about, yeah, man, I came out to my entire family. Right. Anyway, sponsored by Cinnabon. Right. Cinnabon. <laughs> It'll help you get through the rough days. It's so delicious and sweet. Oh, Cinnabon. God. Cinnabon has helped me get through some rough <laughs> days. Let me tell you, walking around shopping malls is not fun. But when you have that delicious, treat dangling at the end of a stick Why I, is it on a stick i don't know because they're tempting you with the I sweet sweet know what a cinnabon is i'm concerned i've maybe they're i've delicious. never seen a cinnabon i don't God, know we gotta maybe. stop talking about cinnabons i really want a cinnabon now <laughs> <laughs> see Aren't that's what they've done 2020 but it's so, not working. what twitter does Oh, not what Twitter does, but what Cinnabon does on Twitter is they have this thing, uh, hashtag sweet talk. And basically, they tweet out questions and they talk to you about things and they encourage you. So, um, they had a question that said, tell us what a side, what side hustle you have or plan to have in 2020. And of course, you know, I mm-hmm. had to do the shameless plug and say, oh, hey, yeah, I've got a sweet podcast you should check out. <laughs> and Cinnabon was like, cool, subscribe. We're going <laughs> to. We're gonna follow you, and they straight up did follow us on Twitter. So shout out to Cinnabon for being cool. Uh, their social media team is cool, and for hopefully sending us some free Cinnabon because we love Cinnabon. So yeah, I also yeah. like the idea of like this is the sweet wholesome episode, guys. Yes. Sponsored by Cinnabon. How sweet it Wholesomeness. is. Wholesomeness. <laughs> My brother held me as I cried in his arms <laughs> and said. I love Cinnabon. No. <laughs> I love Cinnabon so much. I went to visit my grandmother at the hospital, and my family almost broke up. The thing that saved us, Cinnabon. Cinnabon. <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother, she was not doing well, but then we got her a Cinnabon. Now and she's now. healed. <laughs> <laughs> she's one of the rockets doing the high kicks. It's Is great. your grandmother okay, though? She's okay. okay. Yeah, okay. that was years ago. I mean, that's the oh, thing, too. Like, oh, okay. I miss it. This yeah. wasn't this year. It's just like, you know, that's one of those things that just sticks in your mind and in your heart. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I and, understand now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just need to do the, like, the double check of, like, I assume it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you didn't end that, that one, so. Like, what? she you were just like, oh, did. she no. <laughs> oh yeah oh that was the thing that was the uh that was the final straw for yeah. that one yeah no but cool you know coming out to your very alive family and everything but uh yeah, yeah no no my coming out story is sponsored by cinnamon cinnamon <laughs> go get it at your mall now 
go get it at your local mall. What what oh, mall? Do you- <laughs> I remember going to Cinnabon at the Hip, uh, which is Harlem Irving Plaza, which is a really cool name that goes in and out of fashion. I imagine every other year or so, the Hip. <laughs> Shop you know, sometimes hip. it's hip and sometimes it's not. Exactly. It's hip to be square at the hip. It, it is hip to be square. <laughs> Ugh. Don't. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. now that we've got that out of the way, thanks for listening, Cinnabon. Um, you know, let us know if you want us to give you a shout out every episode and we can yeah. accept All right. Your now money. we're going to talk about if Yoda fucks. So you might want to take out Cinnabon. <laughs> Let's let's save that to the end. Let's save that to the end. No, no, no. We're not talking about that at all. Okay, good. Uh, I just I just wanted to to make cinema and go. Oh no. Oh, that's what kind oh, of show this is. We can't actually yeah. sponsor this show. Oh, right, no. right. Not you to should, mention uh, all. You should sponsor us, Cinnabon. We would love it. Speaking of social media, fucking yep. This the all right. So Field Museum is giving me shit on Twitter as well. What? <laughs> Chicago's. Is this, a, is this the 2020 Burger King? <laughs> I guess so, man. Except I have more of a chance of running into this person in real life because it's, you know, a local museum in Chicago. Okay. So I don't know who runs this account, but yeah, they're giving me the business. All right. So like a couple years ago, uh, D and I went to the Field Museum uh, okay. one Sunday afternoon and I fell down some long fucking staircase and, uh, yeah, I twisted my knee, and it sucked. And if you think about the scene from Pinocchio, where he's going, I got no strings, and he just like wipes the fuck out down the stairs, and his nose gets stuck in the in the floorboard and everything. That's pretty much what it looked like, because my joints. Let me tell you, I'm an old man, <laughs> <laughs> and this is what added to the old manness. Okay. Oh, it was it was sucky for a couple of weeks there. I right. was hobbling around. It was awful. Ugh. So anyway, I can look back and laugh on it now. And so uh, my buddy from WBZ, the programming director over there uh, for, for Reset, she goes, hey, you know, we have free museum days coming up here in Chicago. Where should I go? And I jokingly said, go to Field Museum, see where I fell down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Also, they have a great gym exhibit going on right now, you know. And then people were like, just kind of like one up and on there, just tagging the tagging the joke, just saying, "Oh yeah, they put up a plaque and everything too." But then Field Museum chimed in, like, "Oh yeah, we didn't see it, winky face." <laughs> like, "Oh shit!" Why are so, you being a dick, Field Museum? So now I got to cut a museum. All right, all right, I see how it is. <laughs> My God. So that's all where right. we're at. That's where we're at in 2020. That's how that's how it's going. It's going down. I gotta go drop an elbow on Sue the dinosaur. Okay. Okay. Right. I mean, I support this decision. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> Even though it's probably a bad idea. <laughs> probably is. Yeah. All right. So. so I I saw this in the notes, and I just I, I do feel like we need to address this because. This infuriated me. Which Gene part? Simmons putting oh, ice in cereal. This goes back to something that we mentioned on a recent episode, too. I don't know if it was the last one or the one before that, where I was talking about I had a cousin that used to put milk or ice in milk and drink that. Yeah, that was, I think, the episode before. 
spoil the last one. Yeah, I, so yeah, very recent. Apparently, Gene Simmons is that cousin. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Why would you do that? Why? <sighs> it just what? seems so gross. <laughs> what is the point of that? Does your does your milk get too hot when you eat your cereal? I don't understand. Like, is he okay? Okay. Is he waiting too long to eat his cereal, maybe? Is that what it is? Which you can't do because the cereal gets soggy. So yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I also look, want to I'm touch on the fact that Gene Simmons to make good life choices. <laughs> but come the fuck on. I also want to concentrate on the fact that he's got a suicide mix of Oreo O's and wheat thins. Mini wheats. Yes. What the fuck? What kind I, of mix is that? That's nasty. Oh God, everything about this picture <laughs> just chipped away at my soul. You know what that is? That's one of those like just weird rich guy type of things right there. You know how they all have their little quirks and everything. And it's like, oh, you know, I only wash my car on Tuesdays because that's what I've done since college. Or I've been wearing the same shorts that I wore I've only uh, ever worn these to... sneakers once, and then I throw them I in a the closet. Away. And yeah. Thousands of them. Like <laughs> I need green M and M's in my uh, dressing room. Which Do you know the I reason for out. that, though? Yes, I saw this season of okay. Maisel as well. <laughs> Did they put that in? Oh yeah, that's right. The teddy bears. Right. right. Yes. yes. No. Uh, yes. The, I, I years ago I made a joke about that, and Ryan, our friend Ryan over at Turtle Soup, explained that to me, and I was like, oh my god, it serves an actual purpose, like. The band knows that, like, like bands did that to make sure that, you know, all the audio was correct. They knew if it wasn't, like, if they, I can't remember what band it was, but, like, if they came in and they didn't have the green M&Ms or whatever (laughs) the thing was, they knew that they didn't read the rider and mm-hmm. did you know fill all of the things that need to be done so <laughs> yeah and i believe that's the case most of the time but sometimes that shit is so specific for like some of the hip-hop stars where it's like i need three cases of heineken i need yeah. you know um a whole hickory farms uh sampler box i'm there. sorry are we not going to have writers like this when we're doing I... live shows because we sure <laughs> shit are Look, last time we did a live show, we had boxed water. Ice cold, ice cold Waterloo, gummy bears, (laughs) and I don't know whatever other random shit I come up with. Like, you know what? I will throw a toddler temper tantrum. (laughs) I'm in a giving mood. Let's give a shout out to Waterloo as well. Waterloo got that strength. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking the grape right now alongside my my tea, my Earl Grey. So you told us about the Waterloo. Several months ago, you said, yeah. oh, it's, it should be in your local Target. My local Target finally started carrying it, and Ooh. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot and see how it is. Can't be any different than Bubbly or LaCroix. Completely different. So different. So it's different. got such carbonation, y'all. I don't know what it is that they do to this Waterloo. But high carbonation, high flavor, delicious. Yeah, absolutely. It will sneak up on you. It doesn't taste like it should just be a water seltzer type mm-hmm. beverage. No, it's got that strumpf. Yeah, I I love I consistently drink grape, lime, black cherry. Yeah, That's we've been messing with the black cherry. Yeah, yeah. We, we've been doing black cherry. It's pretty good. Uh, 
they were out of line. Like usually that's my baseline. I'll try yeah. lime first and then go from there. But yeah, they didn't lime have lime. Lime is the easiest one I think for all of these companies to pull off, but oh, water yeah. is still my favorite. So. <laughs> I always have a soft spot in my heart for lime, you know, yeah. especially with uh, you know, our, our dearly departed lime skittles, of course. Still yeah. angry. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> Pour a little lime for lime skittles. Yeah. Still holding on to that grudge. <laughs> I tweeted them too. They gave me they gave me the business because they just liked my tweet and didn't res- respond to it. Fuck you, Skittles. Fuck you, Skittles. Thank you, Cinnabon. Fuck you, Skittles. Gay as shit. And I don't even like your rainbow. Fuck you, Skittles. <laughs> I mean, I like rainbows, but you know, I don't like Skittles anymore. I'm I'm disappointed in my Skittles. Apple Skittles. Apple, artificial apple, everything is just the worst. It tastes like cologne to me. I don't know what it is. It's just too strong. I don't know how to describe it other than it's awful. Like, maybe that's it. I I don't know. It's just just awful. (laughs) It's like black licorice. Yeah. Like, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) Why? So something that I wanted to ask you about that I wasn't sure if you'd uh, heard about before was um, a little series called Ikea Heights. No. It's a series? Yeah, it's like a web series. <laughs> no, I've never heard of this. I thought this was some Ikea-related story. No, this was done without any type of um, agreement from Ikea whatsoever. Many cease and desist letters. <laughs> <laughs> many, many cease and desist letters. So basically... Um, this team got together. Uh, I believe it was part of Channel 101, which okay. was uh, Dan Harmon's like little uh, internet channel. Yeah, it was a creation of Dan Harmon and Rob Schropp. But this series was created by Dave Seeger and some other folks. And uh, it was a soap opera that was completely filmed in Ikea without Ikea's knowledge. That is... I can't process that. That's yeah. amazing. What? You got to see it. It's It stars have, Randall oh Randall Park before he was like, you know, a, a name. <laughs> wow. Before Fresh Off the Boat and everything. Um, what year was this then? Like this was... 2010, something like that? Uh, yeah, it was like 2009, 2010. It had like seven episodes and yeah, it was, it was pretty good for what it was, you know. Oh. I love things like that. That's so good. <laughs> yeah. So they just, yeah, it's funny because I, I remember specifically there's a, one episode where the guy walks in on his wife cheating on him and the guy, basically he's in like a little fake home office thing and, you know, he calls his boss. He's like, okay, I'm going to have to leave early today, but, uh, you know, I'll come in extra early tomorrow. So he leaves and he just walks out and the camera follows him all the way from the fake office to his uh, little bedroom set <laughs> just one solid shot he's like oh my god honey who is this <laughs> kind of, oh god i love i love like innovative indie stuff like that so yeah, yeah. that's right up my alley i'm definitely yeah. gonna have to look into that that's interesting how'd you hear about it i'd heard about it a long time ago and i forgot but it popped up in something some article about randall park 
um, that I was checking out. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to finally check this out. And it's so funny. So, of course, we'll drop a link to it in the uh, on the Facebook page and all over so you guys can see it, too. Ikea Heights. Ikea Heights. <laughs> um, okay, so transition again. I want to talk about this Lori Lachlan story. <laughs> yes, let's talk about Lori Lachlan. Because 2020 is fucking ridiculous already. What a year. What a year. What a year. Um, <laughs> so Lori Lachlan is still facing all of these, uh, her sentencing, I think, or whatever, for that college scandal. Yeah. She faces up to 45 years in jail. Um. Apparently, she has hired a prison coach. Now, we know she's not going to get that many years, but she's going to have to go to prison for some amount of time. What How an interesting much? time. What an interesting time we live in where it's like, oh, um, a prison coach. <laughs> is a prison thing. coach to teach her everything from j- First of all, I think this person is completely scamming her, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> this is just some random dude that's like, yeah, yeah, I've been to prison. Right. No, she just <laughs> she she met a black man, and she's like, oh, sir, could you help me? You know, I'm going to be going to I prison. Might, I would- I'm going to be going to prison soon. Can you help yeah. me? And he looks yeah. around. He's like, I don't know who this white bitch is, but I'm going to take advantage of it. Go. Right, right. Like, yeah. you know what? You pay me. $500 a week. I will come in and I will teach you how to yeah. survive in prison. Yeah. All right. This He's is like a tray. A, yeah. Just start whacking it in the air. Just do that. <laughs> is this right? Is my form right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he just starts like telling her situations that he's seen on Orange is the New Black and just yes. like, okay, so never trust anybody named uh, Badigan, you know? Right, right. Madison. If you someone named Pookie, <laughs> run away. One way. No eye contact. No eye contact. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, So apparently this coach is teaching her everything from jailhouse etiquette to martial arts. So help her learn the ropes. That's Uh, a wide swath. Yeah. And and I like what it says. This is from a source telling people, Lori is a planner and she's doing what she needs to do for all of the contingencies. (laughs) I like that she's like, yeah. I am going to plan my prison sentence like a mom putting all of the soccer meetups on a calendar. Like, what are you thinking is going? (laughs) You know, it reminds me everything. She's learning like, I mean, what the fuck? It reminds me everything of Christina Hendricks's character on Good Girls. Because like you mentioned the planner, she straight up had that calendar that she would yep. put up on the wall to keep up with the kids' soccer games and everything. And I, The thing yeah. that baffles me about Lori Loughlin is, like, the arrogance of – she didn't take that deal. Like, Felicity Huffman paid $15,000, and, like, that's that's basically it. Like, and then, what, 14 days in prison is what she served, it says in the article, for this yeah. guilty plea. Why would you risk – all of that time, even if she ends up getting just a year, like that's insane. She got some bad advice, and uh, I think I, I, opposite. I think that she got good advice from a lawyer and completely ignored it because she's arrogant. Oh. As fuck. Okay. Okay. That's my theory. I, I I think when people do things like that, when yeah. they plead, they're being smart and listening to the lawyer. I think when they don't, 
it's not a lawyer bad advice situation. It's them ignoring the lawyer because these lawyers always want you to take a deal. Right. Like, right. That's what they advise. Because Usually, they yeah. It's not a good idea. They do it even when it's not a good idea for you to plead. <laughs> Except, I mean, I would normally agree with you. Yeah. Four years ago, I would have agreed with you, but we live in a post-Trump world now where we've seen how crazy lawyers can be. Yeah. And we see how people will deny until they're dying breath and try to gaslight you. You know, it's like all bets are off right now for rich yeah. people. Yeah, no, it's true. All bets are off for rich people. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's there's always a chance that she could get a pardon, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't I would not be surprised. Yeah, I mean, of course not. She's, she's a beloved anymore. She's a beloved TV icon, you know. Yeah. She's never done filthy stand up like Bob Saget. So, you know, she's she's the good girl. She's fine. She'll be Yeah, she'll no, be I'm okay. sure Trump will, will be like, Yeah, here's a pardon, whatever. She's gonna suddenly be friends with Kanye West and Kim Kardashian and they're gonna, you know, talk to their buddy and get her out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what uh she's been fighting for all this time. Uh huh. The long con. <laughs> gotta get my my gal out in prison. Gotta get gotta get your gal out. <laughs> I'm just fascinated by this and I do love the idea even though I have zero proof of this I am going with the theory that the person who's training her knows nothing about prison has never been to prison is just oh. completely conning her because I love I want to meet this person I want to I want an interview with them I want to tell all with them we I want to we want to buy you a beer whoever we invite you onto the podcast to talk about your training regimen for yes. Lori Law. If you please. can do that, like legally, come on over. Yeah. You know, never hurts to ask. <laughs> yeah. Whoever is teaching Lori Lachlan how to fight, we want to interview you. We don't usually do interviews, but we will make exceptions here. That's right. We want to hear all about how bony her elbows are. <laughs> she looks like a woman that has really bony elbows. Oh, man. Let, tell us all about Lori Loughlin. We want to know. We want to know the answers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we took some time. We took some time away. You know, yeah. we took some time to chill. Um, I needed it. It was good. No, it was good. Back. It was good. I got a chance to play some video games. You know, mm-hmm. or, you know, over our break or whatever. Oh. Talk about that for a little bit. So I want to touch on two things very specifically. One. Um, <laughs> I was surprised. So, uh, this, uh, Yacht Club Games put out, of course, the much celebrated and highly reviewed, uh, Shovel Knight back in 2016. Yeah, I've now, heard good things about it. I've never played it, but yeah. Yeah. If you like, you know, uh, run and jump sort of games, hop and yeah, bop, that sort of thing. Yeah. You'll, you'll like Shovel Knight. It's, it's like an old school NES game, except Ooh. it's got, um, you know, sensibilities, uh, current day sensibilities, that sort of thing. It's not as unforgiving as a Mega Man, but it does have a similar vibe, you know? Uh, the only thing is, instead of using a gun or a sword, your guy is using a shovel. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. So what I didn't know, because I wasn't involved in the original Kickstarter for this game, Yacht Club Games has been developing content for Shovel Knight since it was released, even of course before it was released, but yeah, since it's been released, they've never stopped. Really? So they've been putting out DLC, free DLC, wow, uh, for everybody. 
That sounded everybody. that sounded condescending. I'm legitimately shocked. I'm sorry. Okay. That, was, that was legitimate. I'm not being. Uh, I, I'm just. Gen- that was genuine amazement. I did not okay. sound like a dick. Thank you for clarifying, because it really did like no, it could have gone either I way. Have no clue why my body decided to <laughs> emit that particular reaction that way, but I am okay. genuinely shocked and applaud them for that. That's okay. really freaking cool. So the games are top notch. Um, you know, we're used to just accepting glitches and stuff like that, or bad gameplay mechanics, and these have always been like the tightest gaming experiences I've I've had. You know, just period. Not even just this generation. Like, what period. platform were you playing on? I was playing it on PS4. And so, okay, back in 2016, um, I was playing Shovel Knight nonstop. I loved it, the base game itself. I basically got platinum on it, and I just was like, okay, I've done everything I need to do. I'm going to chill, and I'm going to wait until the DLC comes out. I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> then I saw them advertising like this new version that had everything included. It had all the uh, the DLC it has some extra stuff that they hadn't even advertised, you know, um, versus mode, all kind of crazy stuff. And it was called Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. And I'm like, okay, I love what Yacht Club Games has been doing. I'm going to go ahead and buy that on the uh, the PlayStation Store. Mm-hmm. Um, what I didn't know, and something that's cool that they did, is that I booted up my copy of Shovel Knight, my, my, my downloadable, uh, my digital copy of Shovel Knight, whatever. And it had an update. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, maybe they just fine-tuned some things. No, it was the Treasure Trove Edition. They just gave everybody that bought it the Treasure Trove Edition just, like, across the board. Hmm. So if you bought the original, you have Treasure Trove. Go check it out. That, <laughs> that reward for, like, you believes in us first kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's and cool. so then I finished the uh, King of Cards campaign, which is another, like, you know, side-scroller, run-and-jump sort of thing. But they've also built this card game mechanic into it, which has a lot in common with um, the Final Fantasy VIII card game, which I forget what it's called now. It escapes my mind. But it was so much fun. Like, that was my favorite part of Final Fantasy VIII. And this game is very reminiscent of that. And there's a lot of collecting and trading and everything like that. And I would try to help you, but I, I don't know what that game is called. I've never played any, <laughs> I've never played any Final Fantasy game in my life. Okay, so the game, I just remember it, it's called Triple Triad. That was the name of the card game in there. And I was addicted to that, like just that alone. And it was so much fun. It was good to kind of reminisce with that within Shovel Knight. Or, yeah. So, anyway, I can't recommend this game enough. There's so much content there. It goes on sale all the time. It's on every platform, uh, including the Switch. They put it out for the Switch as well. Uh, yeah, it, depending on what you buy it, or rather where you buy it, what you buy it, what am I saying? Depending on where you buy the game. Um, I just tried to, I'm sorry, I just tried to Google the game, and yeah. like, go- I clicked on the wrong thing on Google, and just Googled Shovelhead Shark. <laughs> it's quite different. <laughs> I Googled the wrong thing. I'm glad it didn't end up being dirty. These sharks look cool. Anyway, if you guys want to look up Shovelhead Sharks, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm trying to look up Shovel Knight. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so I remember, I remember what made me play it the first time, and it's something so, like, ridiculous, but I, I read somewhere that, um, specifically on the PlayStation version, uh, there was a way to unlock a secret boss battle, and that boss battle was with Kratos. 
And so I want oh. to see that. And yeah, he's totally in the game. So if you buy it on PlayStation, on the Sony versions, um, you can fight Kratos. That's, That's kind of cool. Dope. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. So check that out. The other thing uh, that I wanted to discuss was uh, after all the Christmas presents were purchased, after all the Christmas presents were opened, <laughs> just to make sure I didn't get something for myself that someone already got me, I went ahead and I finally bit the bullet and I got the PlayStation VR. Oh, yeah. How is that? Yeah. And I don't think I've talked to you about this like at all. No, but, um, no, we we took a break. Like we've talked to each other since the holiday, but we also just took a break from yeah, even talking. Like knowing that we would come back and have a more pleasant experience of like, hey, we're back, you know. So no, you <laughs> right. didn't tell me about this at all. Okay, I knew so, you got the Star Wars game, but I didn't know you got this. Right. So PlayStation VR, I have my doubts. It's a lot of fun. I gotta tell it? you. It's so much fun. Is this like, the one with the the um the sex toys that you like move around to? <laughs> you gotta get out of my head. Because okay, that's I was I was getting to that later. For her but pleasure. I'll tell you Come this. On. I got the <laughs> I got the move controllers today. Like I hadn't bought them originally, okay. but I got them today. And uh, you know, we took them out of the box and it's like, why is the tip because I didn't expect the tip to be squishy. Yeah, I'm like this is yeah. straight up like a vibrator. Yeah, like, no, yeah, it's pretty it, much. The the original name for the move controller were the Swerve, so like it, you know, <laughs> it was right. Like they just the PlayStation decided. Swerve. <laughs> swerve. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. So I've been interested in those, but not on a not on a I want to buy it level, but like. Like, if we lived in the same city, I'd be like, Matt, can I come over and play this game? Like, that kind of thing. I've never right. even really thought of though. I want to reiterate, like, you don't need those to play VR stuff. Like, there are certain games mm-hmm. where they do recommend that you use them. It's but just, like, an, another type of experience. Exactly. So, the PlayStation VR uh, set that I got came with the, the VR helmet. It came with the camera. You do need the camera. And it came with... Um, five games that you could download. That's cool. One of one of which I already had. Now, see, here's the downside to it. So, this is nitpicky, but with this set in particular, uh, they came with five downloadable games, but it only had one code to download all five games. I already had Resident Evil 7, okay. so I didn't need that one, but, you, you know, it downloaded give, anyway. I couldn't give, give it. that away, yeah. So, they probably anticipated that. Damn especially it. because I would have used uh, that, too. Right. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it came with Resident Evil 7, Everybody Golf, uh, this Astrobot game, some type of like PlayStation demo or something like that that I haven't messed around with too much. And, um, did I say Skyrim already? No. Skyrim. It came, came Skyrim with Skyrim? VR. Holy the shit. The whole Skyrim is in that there. That is legit. How much was this pack? Like, I think it was like, I forget how much it was. It wasn't that crazy. And it was at Best Buy that I got I'm it. So curious. I had, yeah. yeah. Um, so it wasn't, it was, it was a, a pretty cool experience. Like I, I played around with, uh, most of the games at this point. Of course I got stuck on Skyrim because that's my jam. Right. Now, that on the, the, the downside to Skyrim is the fact that that's the one and only game that I actually got motion sickness with. Strangely enough. So, and it's just because I'm so used to, um, you know, being able to control the camera in a certain way. 
Um, this bundle that you're referring to, yeah, on Best Buy right now, not it's not on sale. So oh. it's three hundred dollars. Okay, yeah, I didn't pay that. No, I know you didn't. That's why I said like it's not, it's not on sale. Like you got a deal on it probably because of holiday stuff. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean that's yeah. the price of a new PlayStation, like a one yes. terabyte PlayStation. So it's it's an investment. But Absolutely. you can find stuff like that on sale if you keep your eye eye out. You know. Yeah, yeah, and um, it came with a lot of different, uh, you know. A lot of different games to try out. Um, there was a couple of games that I had my eye on, too, that were on sale during the big holiday sale, of course. Uh, they have a, a Batman Arkham VR that I'm going to play mm-hmm. around with. That was on sale for like five bucks. So I checked that out. I got oh. that. I picked that up. Um, I Actually, a couple of games that I'd already had were VR capable already that I wasn't aware of. Uh, one of them being uh, the Wipeout Collection that was free with uh PlayStation Plus membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got that months ago. Um and that's like first person wipeout and you're in the cockpit of the car and you know because it's got the motion tracking you're looking around and you can see everything going on around you. That's cool. <laughs> and, yeah, you're going like hundreds of miles per hour and it you would think that would give me motion sickness. No, Skyrim hmm. because I'm like moving it's around too much yeah it's just too much i'm like oh my god i can see over here i can see what this guy's doing while i'm about to get my head chopped off oh my god yeah. it's crazy i'm you know i'm definitely going to be investing in playstation plus again this year yeah uh, I think that's a good idea i think I, that's a real good idea well i want it i want to be able to play online with you um yeah and i just played <laughs> i just played overcooked with my friends i'm uh, so glad that you played this game because that's legit one of my other favorite games too. Like, it was so fun, and I know that I'm not going to enjoy playing it alone. Like they were explaining yeah. how single player works, and I'm like, no, 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 no. But I want right. to play this game, so I'm like, wait a second, does Matt know about it? So I message you, I'm like, hey, do you know about this game? And if so, would you indeed be willing to play online with me? Cool, cool. So yeah, that's that's gonna end up happening. Like both you, of you those. Gotta- you got to tell them what I said in response to when you asked. Them yeah, yeah. Play. You said this game almost led to our divorce, right? Pretty like, much. Yeah. <laughs> this game is intense. It's so fun, but you know how heated it can get. Oh, but so, we were doing three player and we were strategizing. We were going, okay, you're cho- you're on chopping. You're right. on uh, cooking the burgers. You're on assembling the burgers. Like we had mm-hmm. a whole system going on. It was It was cool. So you were playing the first Overcooked, right? Yes, we played the first one. I know the second one's supposed to be better. I'm probably, I mean, I don't think we can play the first one online. I don't know. We can check it out, though. But let, just to give people an idea. So Overcooked basically is um, you're in this expansive fantasy kitchen. It's all top down. And you're tasked with making certain dishes uh, for restaurant customers. And you're a chef. So you... And uh, your friend or several friends are tasked with preparing different parts of these dishes as the orders come up on the top of the screen. And it's all about getting it done fast. So you get a good tip and you don't want to piss off the customer so they don't walk off. There have been many games like this for mobile over the years, uh, like Diner Dash and that sort of thing. Yeah. But those are the stitch sandwich maker. Yeah. The old school. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. So it's it's a lot like that, but it's, you know, definitely 
geared towards a multiplayer experience. I've tried to do the single player before where you can you you control uh two chefs on your own. And it's it's hard. It it's sounds like, awful. Yeah. I just yeah. don't want to do it. It it didn't click with me until D and I started playing it together and like you said, we were strategizing and like, okay, all right, you get on the deep fryer, I'll be over here with the with the chopping, you know. <laughs> yeah. And what's cool about the second one is you know, of course, there's more levels and more dishes you can make and stuff like that. But you can throw stuff now. Yes. So if there's like a large expanse between you and the other chef, you can just chuck it over there, you yeah. know, and give it to them. So that's yeah, cool. that's I, I'm curious if we can play one online, but I know two is, is supposed to be really cool as well. So, yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. And I was immediately like, I want to play more of this. Like, and I'll play with them, but I was also like, I'm gonna play with Matt. Play yeah, totally. No, we're gonna we're gonna play probably this. Connor it's, it's too. So I'll probably fun. ring Connor into the- That's Connor, cool. You know what? You're listening. <laughs> we might play Overcooked with you. We we're fr- pulling you over. in. We're recruiting you, buddy. We're so one kicking yeah. on, and we'll play Overcooked. <laughs> I think four players is probably the ideal number of chefs yeah. you should have. You know, because it just gets overwhelming after a while. Yeah. Three, you manage three pretty well. Okay, okay. Um, I've only ever played with D, so yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm kind of bossy when it comes to the kitchen stuff. I'm just gonna warn you now, so that's that's what that's what happens. So all right, all right. We'll see if if we get divorced. <laughs> who I want a who divorce. gets the sweet chili babies <laughs> when mom and dad split? <laughs> I mean, it works for them because then they get two different podcasts. So, That's true. Right. Okay. You know, <laughs> two yeah, Christmases. It's better to get two of them. <laughs> two whole Birthday Christmases. Birthday parties. Everything That's right. separate. You know, and we keep trying to one-up each other so they like us more. See? I'll take you to the zoo, and then he'll take you to Six Flags, and then we'll just fight about the fact that he was late bringing you back from Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> Matthew. Oh no! Don't use my whole Christian name now. Come on yeah. now. Um, so PSVR, lots of fun. If you can sling it, I highly recommend it. Make a friend who has one. Go visit them. It's really the the best entry level virtual gaming that you can do. And there are more games coming out for it this year too. I've I've heard great things about um, an Iron Man VR game that they have exclusive to the PlayStation uh, VR. Um, Tetris Effect. I didn't even get a chance to talk about that. That's in VR. And holy shit, you don't think you need Tetris in VR, but you do, because Tetris Effect is dope. And I didn't even get a chance to talk about the audio. Like, when you put on the headphones, it's like, you can can hear it all around you, and the whooshing, and everything. It's just, it's great. Now, the first time, the only time I've tried VR was... Uh, like a display at a Best Buy type of thing, and it was o- I think it was Oculus, oh, um, okay. or whatever. But the, it was a game, and I hated it. Man, it freaked me out. It wasn't nausea. It was like di- it was a little bit of dizziness, but it was just mm-hmm. like I can't deal. I couldn't deal with it. Kind of overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was my brain was going. This is not natural. You can't be in this. This is bad. Run away. Run away. Run away. Like kind of thing. Yeah. And the guy was very worried that, you know, I was going to fall or something because people oh. have fallen. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they lose 
sense of reality or something like that and they just fall so he like he was like i'm not i'm not gonna touch you but i'm gonna keep my hand kind of behind your back area like and he was he was cool like he was just like yeah like i'm I'm, i don't touch anyone i'm just careful to like in case you (laughs) lean back and fall back looking up or something like that i need you know i want to make sure you're okay and i was like okay okay you know sure thing creep i don't touch anyone he did not touch at all no touching no touching (laughs) No, he was he was fine. It was he handled it very well, um, especially considering like that's a super awkward position to be in, especially male female dynamic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he was fine. Like whoever that dude was, he did he did a good job. But yeah, it freaked me out a lot. So I'd be curious to see if I like it. I would never buy it for that reason. Yeah, I was gonna say like I can't see myself completing Skyrim in VR. Because, oh, no. you know, I've, I've played it a few times and I already know how it goes. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot. Like, I don't need to be in that world. Like, the coolest thing about it, the coolest thing about the Skyrim experience was that wherever you're looking and you go into the menu, that's where it generates. That's awesome. So if there's a pole in the way, it's going to generate behind that pole. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, oh, shit. I can't see what this item is called <laughs> because there's a pole blocking my yeah. view. Like I'm actually there. So yeah, it's, it's weird. It's really weird, but kudos to them for, for putting the whole fucking game in VR like that. That's really cool. Yeah. I wonder how long that took them. I mean, that's all they do now anyway. So <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's, that's fair. I mean, yeah. They're not working on fallout. That's for sure. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I want Fallout seventy six to be good. I like Fallout. I like their. I like Bethesda. I like what they do when they try. You know. Yeah, they need to. They, they need to innovate a little bit more. Like, yeah, when they new. cash in, that's the problem. I, you know, people give Valve shit for not putting out Half Life games all the time and not putting out Half Life three. And I get it. I want Half Life three as well. However, I don't want a shitty Half Life. Yeah. So Half-Life 3 is never going to happen. Get over no. it. Like, just stop. No. But you heard about Half-Life, or Half-Life Alex, right? Like the new one they're doing? No, I didn't. Okay. So this, this was announced recently, um, after years and years and years, of course. Uh, Half-Life Alex is going to be their way of getting people invested in the new Oculus. So it's a VR game and it's, it's VR only. So you oh. need an Oculus to play it. Now, what they have said is that they're open to the idea of maybe reestablishing that relationship with Sony like they had with Portal 2, um, where you could like access Steam on your PlayStation, which really didn't go anywhere. But um, if they do decide to, to explore that relationship with Sony again, we could see that on, on the PSVR at some point. And I, I hope that does happen. I think it'd I have be one. foolish not to. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they want to keep it exclusive for now, just right. to sell the Oculus a little bit better, a little bit more. Um, but yeah. Well, I would missing... never. I mean, I'd never fuck around with Oculus just on the Facebook part alone. Like, don't give well, them besides, any money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, is that is that what it what it is? Oculus and uh, and Valve. Is that what their thing is too? Are they part of that whole debacle or my mis misrepresenting this? Facebook bought Oculus. Right, right. So what's Steam's thing? They have something else then. I don't know. Right? Okay. I don't well, know. <laughs> for the people that know, let us let us know. Yeah, <laughs> right someone <here>. explain it. <laughs> we'll just call it Steam VR just to uh 
streamline things. Yeah. So basically, um, it's expensive. A lot of people can't afford that, even at the entry level. Um, I, a lot of folks can't afford the, the PSVR. It's, it's like, like you said, buying a new console, basically. Right. It's either that or a Switch. And, I mean, people are going to go with the Switch because it's something they know. Absolutely. So, I mean, the Switch is amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's what I recommend. Even these Move controllers that I got with it are an additional cost. They cost, out of the box, or just like, you know, brand new, they cost 100 bucks. That's for, ridiculous. For a set of two. It's been that price since they were released, basically. This is old, and this is technology that's been around since PS3. It, it's frustrating. And so I had to find like an open box deal on Best Buy in order to get these. I'm like, I'm not paying full price for this. This is crazy, you know, especially for something that I don't know if I'm going to like or not. And, you know, yeah. the jury's still out on that. I'll, I'll give updates on the next episode or something. You know but... what's cheaper? Buying a, an, a vibrator and having an imagination. <laughs> Yes, and you're right about that. Arguably, way more fun. So, well, probably yes. Depends on who you are. Depends but. on who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, but at least I can return these if I don't like it. I don't think you can return the other thing if it's been used. So. Nobody's returning. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I mean, some people have a collection of them because they have ones that they like, have ones that they don't. But you gotta we try are and... moving on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh... Okay. So this is well, that's kind of wall weird. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. Like, okay, given what we literally just discussed, joked about, there's a couple things on here that I don't want to get to yet. Mm-mm. So let's. Let's talk about Black Lady Sketch Show. <laughs> yeah, tell me about Black Lady Sketch Show. And then we'll and then we'll do Wall of Weird. Yeah, Black Lady Sketch Show. It's on HBO. I found it because um I was watching Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, the series because I, I was doing a thing on uh on NPR for like the best TV of the year and I wanted to see Watchmen because I knew it would be discussed and I didn't want to be spoiled because I'd heard enough about it to know that I wanted to see it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to do the HBO subscription for a month. Watch Watchmen. Get rid of that. So during Watchmen, like, you know how they have the ads before. Yeah. Of course, they promoted uh, Kirby Enthusiasm is coming back and all kinds of other stuff. But they also advertised Black Lady Sketch Show. And I'm like, okay, this looks really funny. <laughs> And it's six episodes, uh, just for the first season. And it is fucking amazing. Like, it's a sketch show. It's, it's called Black Lady Sketch Show, of course. So it's black women as the main cast. And the entire cast from top to bottom, black people. N- yeah. Nothing but. I love it. That's and it's great. just like, yeah, I mean, we're talking like Yvette Nicole Brown makes a cameo in there. David Allen Greer makes a cameo. Um, just black royalty, basically, in the yeah. comedic world. It's great. I love it. Every moment of this show was hilarious. I've heard great things. Give it up. Yeah, you got to give it up for Robin Thied. Um I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. I've I think never it's actually. Thede. Thede? I think it's Robin okay. Yeah. Now, you, were, you may remember her from the nightly show. Uh, she was on there quite a bit. She was great on there. Um, Quinta Brunson is hilarious. She, she had her own talk show too for a brief period of time there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm kind of like bearing the lead here. It was, um, it, it was produced by 
Issa Rae's production company. Yeah, man, she's so putting she, out such great content. Absolutely, and she she actually makes a guest spot on there as well. But check it out. Some of their stuff is on YouTube right now. Um, any sketch on that show, I can highly recommend. It's mm-hmm. just all good. It's all funny, and it just makes you feel good. And it's just yeah, it's it's good comedy. So check out Black Lady Sketch Show. I mean, I love HBO. sketch comedy, so yeah. I need to get into it for sure. Yeah. This is good stuff. And the only, the only down thing, the only downside is it's only six episodes long. That's the only downside. I'm sure they're going to make more though. Like I, I heard so much about that show that yeah. I feel like it was yeah. a successful venture for them. Absolutely. It's, it's been, uh, I think, yeah, it's already been confirmed for a second season. So okay. we're going to yeah, see more sense. of them. Yeah. I can't wait. So yeah, Black Lady Sketch Show is good. I mentioned Watchmen. Watchmen is great. Um, that was on a lot of like, you know, top, TV lists, but you know, I'm going to add my voice to that as somebody who didn't like the movie or the book. The TV show is actually pretty dope. Okay. That's good to know because I did not like the movie and I did not like the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I must've forgotten about that because yeah. I know I'm, I'm always like banging that drum. Like just like, yeah, the book's garbage. And I don't know why everybody praises it. It's written by out of touch white man. Who cares? I don't know. But yeah, this is like No, I'm pretty I'm pretty much on the same page with you in here. Yeah. yeah. This is like flies in the face of the book. <laughs> like this okay. is why this bullshit wouldn't work. And So it's the, interesting outside of that. I don't have to revisit any of that because I don't want to. It's interesting on its own, but it also flies in the face of a lot of stuff that they try to establish in the book too. Like, all right, that was dumb. And here's why. Let me okay. <laughs> let me break it down for you. You know, let's just yeah. yeah. And then of course Regina King is starring in the show, and she's always great. And it's like got kind of that leftovers vibe too. So oh. yeah, yeah. Those were the magic words. Seriously. Yep. yep. Yeah. Lindelof okay. is got Lindelof is is the showrunner as well. So yeah. yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. You're selling me. You're selling me. You My go. lost yep. leftovers love. That sounded very <laughs> weird. Awesome yeah. title. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that is a huge selling point for me because I as as we have discussed, I think well we definitely discussed Lost. I don't know if we discussed the leftovers. I we have we, we, we talked about it a little bit. We've yeah. talked about it, but I don't remember if we talked about it on the show. That's the yeah. Part. I think um, early on we talked about it, and yeah, I was yeah because that's that's probably when we first started discussing um, you know your TV your. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like your love of Lost, I think that's how it came up because yes. I was like, "Yeah, Leftovers is great," and you know, it actually had an ending, and then we got in that whole conversation. Yeah, so. which we are not yeah. having in. But yeah, yeah. love, yeah. <laughs> love both of those shows. Stand yeah, by too. both of those shows. So yeah, uh, yeah. Good shit. All right, you want to get into the wall of weird? Uh, sure. Is sure. There anything sure, sure. else? That the top thing we'll discuss in the mini this week. Oh, and we can just tease that. We are going to talk about Star Wars. We know you want to hear about Star Wars and our thoughts on the Star Wars. Yes. The Wars of the Stars. Indeed. That is, so, we want to be, like, mindful of spoilers and everything like that. So, we're kind of going to either put a discussion like that at the very end of the show now. Yes. um, So that you can stop like without missing any other content within the show and then come back to it later. So we'll be like, if we were going to talk about uh, um, Rise of Skywalker right now, for example, which we're not, but like 
we would just say, okay, here's Rise of Skywalker. You've listened to the whole episode at this point. You come back to it after you've seen the movie. Or That's the Mandalorian right. been, or whatever. We've been listening to your feedback, folks. Yes. And we appreciate you telling us what you want. Yeah, I don't and, want people to miss out on the on our show because they haven't caught up on, you know, the Mandalorian or whatever. Like, we need yeah. to, to fracture or, or whatever, break up the show into sections. So we decided we want to talk about Skywalker, but we're going to use that as our mini episode this week. The Patreon exclusive mini. If you go on patreon.com slash Lex and Matt, you can get exclusive episodes. We have a back catalog now. Don't remember how many episodes, but however long we've been doing it. We do two, two, two a month, guaranteed. That's right. That's and then right. there's stickers right. and all, all kinds of cool things you can get. Uh, so if you want to hear our thoughts on that, that's where you go for that thing. I will wash your car. I will babysit your kids. I'm not doing, what are you talking about? We're not doing <laughs> any of that. Absolutely not. For money, I'd do it. You just yeah, tell me when to show up. Good. Yeah, no. That's I don't all have a lot of money, so. Yeah. <laughs> like $90 for a decal to park my car on campus. Damn it. I'm saying. I know. That's ninety. If you give me ninety dollars, I'll drive your car around the block <laughs> while you're in class. I Ugh, I'll tell you right now. God. I will teach. I will teach you how to survive prison for ninety dollars. You. I feel like you need to go higher up for that one. Okay. <laughs> we can make that the thousand dollar tier. I don't know. Ask Lori McLaughlin. Yeah. How are we? I, uh... <laughs> yeah. I put. How at your boy. <laughs> What if we did have a tier that was just – we already have a joke tier, but if we didn't have a joke tier, I would be like, yeah, let's – lessons for going to prison. We don't have a the joke tier. The two softest will, fuckers in the world. I will absolutely slap somebody in the face if they give me $5,000 because it's not worth $5,000 to get slapped in the face, and I'm going to slap you based on that principle alone. Yeah. You deserve to get slapped. You're going to get slapped. Yeah. $5,000 in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the check's got to clear. It's gotta clear. Uh, the PayPal shit. Yeah. So go on, go, go on our Patreon. <laughs> uh, look at all, look at look at all of the cool things you can get on Patreon. We also have other other neat things that we give. You know, like playlists on Spotify, things of that nature. So. Yeah, actually, I have a very gentle taste in music, opposed to me threatening to slap you in the face yeah. moments ago. Don't be fooled by that. All right. I actually, do a lot of iron and wine. I, I am so gentle. Yeah. Like like cotton nail, like the bears with the toilet paper, you know, just like that. I think that's those mean. are two different brands, but okay. Charmin? Charmin. Yeah, Charmin. Yeah. 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 Anywho, um, yeah, let's do Wall of Weird. Wall of Weird. We're getting a Wall, wall of, weird. of Weird. All right. Yes. This isn't technically in Wall of Weird, but <laughs> I am convinced that Kevin Spacey is killing all of his accusers. Let's talk about Kevin Spacey. So did you ever, were you ever into House of Cards yes, during a day? I loved House of Cards. I uh, did I too. I didn't finish it uh, because of all of that shit. Yeah, same. Because it got weird. Like, it got weird to watch it. Not like it was like, oh, the storylines are out there. Because, yeah, House of Cards had two things going against it. First, um, the, the less immediate thing was the fact that our real world cartoon president was acting like a fool and uh yeah you know that. once that became a reality watching a dark political show was yeah. not fun 
not fun anymore, right? Yeah. The second thing was we found out that Kevin Spacey was a molester and an asshole. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it became less fun to watch because you don't want to watch motherfucking like sexual predator, sexual predator pretend and then. Right. Yeah, do he's it real been life. doing it's like the up. Frank Underwood style videos since. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what's weird about this story is yeah. that so Ari Ben, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, um, this Norwegian author who accused Kevin Spacey um died at forty seven. Right. Um and and they're saying died by suicide. I'm yeah. not buying it because this is the th- I believe now it's the third accuser to die. Yeah, yeah, because there was the 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 masseuse. Yes. Who was anonymous? Yes. That died, and we don't know we don't why know. or how that happened. Yeah. Um, the person that you just mentioned that committed suicide, and then there was somebody else as well. But yes. yeah, putting all that together, and considering that he's basically. He made the about, video, that video the day before this man apparently died by suicide. Yeah. I'm not buying it, man. I think he's involved. I, I, yeah. I like, why is this not being investigated as murder? Like, I'll even, I'll even go a step like a little closer and just say he may be including coded messages, coded phrasing in these videos that is like execute Geared. the plan? No, 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 not like not like that <laughs> shit. But it's like saying like he's saying things that would knowingly embarrass the party mm-hmm. that's going to be testifying and caused him to take his own life. Like, yeah, yeah, to re-traumatize them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know if you know somebody that yeah somebody that did something as awful as Kevin Spacey allegedly has done. Yeah. And then you have to see him on a video, yeah. hamming it up and referencing things that only you and he know about, and are going to come to see the light of day fairly soon once you testify. That's some scary shit. And like they're all dropping like flies. Like he's getting yeah. off the hook, and he immediately filed, like right after this, these guys have died, and it's like, yeah. all right, you got to throw this out now. Like <sighs> it, it's, it, and I was reading about that. I don't know if it's in this Hollywood Reporter article. Um, but it's, it is, um, kind of the, the standard, for lack of a better word, of respect to wait a certain amount of time. I think that was in a different article. Uh, there's a certain amount of time that is like, kind of like, this is, you, you give it a week or whatever, whatever it may be. And, and you do file that because like, that is your right and, and it's smart to do that, you know, everything. Um, but you don't do that immediately because then the families have to deal with that legals thing in addition to their loved one dying. So he, he completely was just like further spitting in their face kind of thing. Um, it it was, it's really bad. It's it's bizarre. It's bizarre. I'm not a conspiracy person. This is too weird to me. Right. I, I if if a story comes out tomorrow that says he hired hitmen or did something specifically to these people, I would not be shocked at all. Man, I mean, how crazy is that? And and, and like just at the tail end of the year too. Yeah, 
Yeah, and like that's that's kind of the part that bothers me too. Is I'm like, yeah, he picked like the holidays, and the holidays. Are yeah, crazy. you have suicide rates go up and everything like that. I'm just like, I'm not buying it, Frank Underwood. You fucking so let's, in front of that bus, bitch. I'm not buying. Let's it. let's separate as you know as all the the fucking whataboutters say. Let's separate the man from the art, right? So let's let's just yeah. It's some weird alternate reality where that's actually fucking possible. Let's separate the man from the art. So besides the sexual assault allegations that are against him right now. Yes. Why the fuck is he putting out videos as a character? I don't know. From a show that he got fired from. It's it's insane. Like It is. It's and it's not really, even just like really creepy. It's not even like okay, one, he's not getting paid for this. No. Two, it's been so long removed since he's been gone from that show. Three, the show doesn't even exist anymore. What what possible like benefit does this I have to Kevin Spacey's career? Back. Like I think he still wants to do more House of Cards. <sighs> which doesn't I mean, make like, any sense, but like that's the only explanation I can think of. Yeah. Or maybe he has just lost his mind and he thinks he's Frank Underwood now. I mean shit. I know there's, like, you know, character acting, but, man, that wasn't even, like, that deep of a role for him. Given yeah. his prior, you know, acting and everything. That's that's so fucking weird, man. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of look at him now, and you see all of the roles that he's played and all the things he's done, and you're like, yeah, that, that tracks. Like something right. is always wrong with you. That... Because... Like if you've ever... I want to say he was in... That, like, they start to show shitty behavior or something like that, and then you look back and you're like, "Oh, that was a red flag." Oh, 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 yeah. oh you know, like that. That freaks you out. <laughs> I mean, do you remember? All right, so going back to um, when he was in American Beauty, yeah, and he got like Best Actor. Right. Uh, I think uh, he won like the Oscar for that or whatever. Yeah, I think he did. and he started his acceptance speech by saying a line from the character. He goes, "This is the best part of my day," right? You know, which was talking about the character when he was like waking up and masturbating or whatever. Right. What a weird fucking flex that was. But back then it was like, oh, that's just a Hollywood eccentric, you know. Well, he's like he's referencing the thing that he's winning it for. So like you can you can excuse it then. Yeah. And find yeah. a reason for it. And then you look back and you're like, God, that's weird, man. What I mean it, it really does make you consider like other celebrities and looking at them through a microscope as well. And it's none of our business until it is our business, unfortunately. You know, like, I'm worried about Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you watch the Golden Globes. We don't have to I get watch the Golden Globes. Golden Globes. But him and who did they put back to back? It was Joaquin Wong oh, and then and, Woman and, that uh, won. Fucking uh, Renee Zellweger. Oh, my God. Back, yeah. Them back to back. Yeah. It was insane. What were yeah. they talking about? I don't know, man. Like, Joaquin Phoenix, it felt like he's he's doing character study for Mitch Hedberg. He's just kind of like awkward and everything in his own skin. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's It, it was a weird, weird, weird. Um, I, I was going to say performance. I'm concerned they're going to give him that Oscar for this movie. And I, I, yeah. I don't think that should happen. But I haven't I haven't even seen it yet. I'm still like, ugh. Whatever. I'm kind of, I kind of want them to give him the Oscar for it because I just want him to be okay. Like I, I don't want anything crazy to happen to Joaquin Phoenix. I, I think he's an all right guy. I just think he's a little eccentric. 
I hope he's okay. I hope there's nothing that he's got hiding in his closet that we don't know about. I don't want to be like, you know, is he nuts? I don't know. I really just... I, I, I think we... I mean, we probably would have heard it by now. That's how um, I feel about a yeah. lot of this, but I don't yeah. know. Like that doesn't that that's not necessarily true because it's really scary to come forward. So no, that doesn't mean. Yeah. Like uh, you know, I, I don't. I mean, Kevin Spacey, point. You know, right. Point right there. Right. But uh, but that happened sweet. as these other stories were breaking and everything was happening. Whereas Joaquin yeah. Phoenix is in a like. Reporters are actively talking about this and open about this. Like there's, there were this, these like hints on Twitter, and I think that this story is still brewing about Jeff Goldblum being mm, like a yeah. predator. Yeah. And so I think that's gonna break at some point soon. Mm. But like when they when they make movies or whatever, when they start to come out and do things, and then they're doing these interviews and they're talking shit. That that. And Joaquin Phoenix has not necessarily been talking shit, but he's doing interviews. He's got a lot of press going on right now. Yeah. And he's been yeah. through the microscope. And that's probably why he's cracking a bit. But because he's under that microscope, this is the time when those types of stories would break. So I would imagine yeah. it, it would already have broken or it's going to break very soon. I don't know. That's just my my guess. But I, I could be wrong. It could be, you know, two years from now we learn something about him. At this point, I'm only holding out hope on Tom Hanks that he's he's clean. <laughs> well, yeah, no, not one. The only skeleton that Tom Hanks has in his closet is Chet Hayes. Mm. That weird, weird kid of his. What? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> A video like, of him, whatever. Oh yeah. Rapping. Speaking oh. speaking patois, like uh, we we were joking around, like oh no, Chet's there, <laughs> we were. because. So Chet Hayes is who let you out of the basement, Chet? Who let you? (laughs) That's that's Tom Hanks's other son, who has uh, a burgeoning rap career, in the same way that Kevin Federline has a rap career. Basically, he's a celebrity adjacent that wants to be something else, Um, and that's fine if you're a carpenter or a plumber or something like that. That's cool, but uh, you're 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 Tom Hanks's son. And you want to get into entertainment, people are going to ask you about your dad. And yeah, yeah they're going to make comparisons. And this whole Chet Hayes persona he has, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. I hope it's just a persona. But basically, he appropriates black culture a little bit, tries to get that swagger, you know. And, uh, I guess he raps. I don't know. Yeah. But I he don't. just acts weird. He acts weird. Like, I just ignore him and I'm like, Colin is the only one. And then the yeah. daughter that like, you never hear about the daughter. So. Right, 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 right. You know, cause she's just, you know, Living an everyday life. sort of person. Do That's fine. Thing. Let her, let her be. Just let yeah. her be. Anyway, enough about the celebs. Let's, let's dig into the wall of weird proper. Yeah. Do you want to do this, this story that you brought in from ABC seven Chicago? <laughs> sure thing. So. What better way to kick off the new year than to talk about a man frozen in time? Cat? So, <laughs> uh, note says, wife didn't kill man found in Utah freezer. <laughs> in a place called, I believe, Tool, Utah, T-O-O-E-L-E, Tule, Tuele, 
Tuella. I, Tuella, Utah. I would think it's Tuella, but I don't know. <laughs> Tuella with you. Tuella, Utah. Detectives have found a notarized letter they believe was written by a man whose body had been in a freezer in Utah in a Utah apartment for a decade that says his wife did not kill him, authorities said. The note discovered Monday appears... Now, this is printed in, uh, in uh, December. The note discovered Monday appears to have been written by Paul Edward Mathers, 69 years old, whose body was found inside a freezer last month after police found his wife dead of natural causes in the apartment in the small city of Tuel, near Salt Lake City. But handwriting experts have not verified Mathers' <laughs> signature, and the woman who notarized the letter dated September 2008. Wow. Told police she did not read it before stamping and signing it, to well police sergeant Jeremy Hansen said. Now, are they supposed to read it? Is that like a violation, or does it not matter? I mean, if it's just a note that was like taped to the dude's chest, then there's kind of no way not to read it. I don't know. Yeah. I know. I, no, I know. I'm just. I was just curious if you knew. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The investigators are looking into the possibility that the couple devised the scheme together before he died, or that the woman forged the letter. But they are waiting on evidence that includes medical and financial records. Hansen said. Additional contents of the letter have not yet been released. That's some mysterious shit. Yeah. So either. She killed this guy yeah. and decided to put him in the freezer and make it seem like it was his last, you know, request to be frozen. Or they were on some, like, you know, freezing the body until medicine, modern medicine can figure out how to cure them, sort of shit. I don't know. Cult? Like, like this that sounds like a cult <laughs> thing, too. Could be a cult thing. Is this, a, is this the origins of cult of cult of the adventurers on this yeah. show? Is this how we go? Is this how we all go? This sounds like another another level in Axiom or Nexium that we haven't yeah, uh, yeah. heard about yet. Yeah, 2008. That's about right. Yeah, yeah, that lines up. Oh, ice, ice, so, chili babies. <laughs> ice, ice, chili babies, yes. <laughs> you were just waiting to get to that. Oh, God bless you. All yep. right. So, yeah, that's that's my wall of weird. What you got, Lutz? Uh, Kevin Spacey. I'm going to hold on to this NPR one for next time. Okay. okay. I'm going to tease you guys about this, that uh, there's more weird horse stuff. <laughs> <laughs> for all your questions out there. We got to we, we go work on our mini episode, which That's will right. be available exclusively on Patreon. That's right. It's coming up. So hey, I'm not used to talking this much anymore. I got to I got to rest in my throat right. a little right. bit before we jump back on. Thank you guys so much for coming back. We're so glad that you returned. Of course, we appreciate all of the Sweet Chili Babies. We appreciate the adventures. We appreciate our patrons who make sure that we continue to do this. You know, today, today is the one-year anniversary mm -hmm. of when we posted the first episode of Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventures. Some of you have been down since day one. Some of you have discovered us along the way. But each and every one of you is the reason why we keep doing this. And we just appreciate you so much for your encouragement. Yeah, we love all of you. Thank you so much for sharing it. Keep sharing it with your friends. Keep, you know, if you haven't rate, reviewed, and subscribed, please do that. That helps us a lot. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you can give to Patreon, give to Patreon. Even the dollar tier, you can get into a Facebook group that we have. So right. it's, it, yeah, it means a lot. It's very cool. 
Um, if you want to grab one of our T-shirts, we still got those up. Saw a couple of oh, adventurers right. rocking the, uh, you know, thanks for shopping uh, tees that we yeah. put out. Yeah. So that was very cool to see. Thank you guys so much. They look great on you. And then and, totally uh, send us pics like that. That was, that was very fun to see. Very weird. Yeah. Very fun. <laughs> <laughs> weird for us, not weird on you. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's it's just weird to know that someone like has your uh, your name like on a shirt, just walking around. It's it's pretty. It's <laughs> just pretty, walking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're not flying that I know of, but who knows? They could be flying. Too. I would say vacations are a thing. That's true. That's true. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to hop on that mini. Like Lex was saying, uh, go over to Patreon. Follow us on all the socials at Lex and Matt. Yeah. That's all. Badeet, badeet, folks. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know why. Listening. Is that our new sign-off? Is that it? No. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, we- I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. And uh, be excellent to each other. <laughs>